<laughs> I want to tell him now. Look here, little Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to have good stories to tell him. <laughs> I want to say, look, Jimmy, what would you do if this happened? And then this happened, and then it all came crumbling down. And he's Jimmy's like, oh no, what did you do then? That's what I want, man. I want little Jimmy to say, mm-hmm. what did you do then? That is the meaning of my life, man. <laughs> to the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the everyday inspiration and practical tips that make international travel accessible to everyone. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to the Budget-Minded Traveler podcast. I'm Jackie and today we have a super special guest. You have heard his voice once on the show before, but you actually hear the results of his work all the time because he is none other than Hayden Lee, the worker of audio magic behind the scenes here for the BMT podcast, my very favorite podcast editor. (laughs) Um, Hayden is the host of Travel Stories podcast. He's from England, but right now he is on a quest to visit every country in mainland Europe. He's riding as Harley Davidson to do so. So we're going to talk a little bit today about solo travel, a little bit about riding Harley Davidson around Europe and what that looks like, and a little bit about life. That is what happens when Hayden and I get together. We could talk for hours about all the things. Um, Hayden is just a very cool human, and I'm excited to have him on the show today. Um, You guys can follow his progress around Europe if you want to on Instagram at Backpack Digital. And I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. So let's get let's get into story time with Hayden. Here we go. Seriously, just as we were both like running to set up everything, I was well, at least I was running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and trying to like juggle all the things as I'm walking down the hall. Um I was thinking, oh, we're gonna have to really focus here. Like these are the words in my head. We're gonna have to really focus to 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 actually like and and what's the word? Discipline ourselves to get like, I don't know, a 45 minute episode out of this. <laughs> <laughs> totally true. Totally oh, true, man. man. Good stuff. It's difficult. It's difficult, you know. So back to the talking about you part. Oh yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about you. <laughs> okay. What do you want to know? <laughs> I want to know. What do you want to know? <laughs> it's a good question. First of all, people on my show have heard your voice before and you've been involved in every single episode for like how many years now? I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's been a while. Eh? You are a saint and I'm <laughs> super happy to have you on your own private show because the last time that we did it was I think a game show. Yeah, that's um, right. That was fun. That it was. was fun. It was yeah. fun. Um, but you definitely aren't deserving of your own space to tell your <laughs> well, stories. That's very kind of you. Thank um, you very much. I appreciate no, it. Thank you for being here and for everything <laughs> that you do for this show. You guys have yeah. no idea. I think this show still exists because of Hayden. <laughs> Everybody give a round of applause to Hayden, please. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It's <laughs> magic. Man, I was, I was, like I've said before, I was a listener back in whatever year it was, you know, many years ago, many years ago now, is it? 14. Feels weird saying. Meaning yeah. four years ago, four, 2014. <laughs> I'd say that's many. Four is many, many, right? It's Because it's you've got more, like one, yeah. a couple of few, many, right? Many. Surely. Many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many yeah. years ago and I was a listener and yeah, and now here we are. And now we're here. So, and yeah, where are you? I am in uh, Olsztyn. Uh, please excuse my Polish accent. And, uh, <laughs> I'm in Olsztyn, which is uh, popular for 
being the hometown of UFC fighter and former champion Joanna Junjecek, and uh, I say popular, <laughs> and, uh, okay. and it's an awesome place. It's super nice. It's like, I don't know, a couple of hours north of Warsaw. And I was expecting, because it's the home of this UFC fighter, I was expecting like a nice gritty kind of, you know, back alleyways and stuff. Mm. But it it looks like Cambridge in the UK. It looks like Yale, Whoa. you know, I mean, it's like wow. super nice. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like there's a river, it, river running through. It looks like Amsterdam on a good day, you know, it's Ooh. really nice. Yeah. Wow, nice. that's so it. cool. How many yeah. C's and Z's are in that? City name. <laughs> Just one Z. <laughs> Z, what am I saying? Z, I'm English. I've got to represent my people. One Z. There is one Z in that Z. name. <laughs> Z. Does that sound Z. weird to you? Z. No, it doesn't. Actually, I think Z is a really funny sound. I think Z it makes is. more sense, but... It does, yeah. <laughs> Z! <laughs> I don't know. But Never it doesn't mind. work with the rhyme though. Like QRS. QRS? Is that right? T-U-V. Yeah, W-X-Y T-U-V, Y and Z. It <laughs> doesn't work, does it? Yeah, fail. <laughs> yeah, but there you uh, go. Usually we fail trying to pronounce Polish names too. So good job. Good on you for um, mm. at I've least attempting. i all right at it. You know, the L yeah. with a line through it that everyone gets confused on. Yes. The you slashed, know, the slashed L? Yeah, that's like a W in it. Oh, you know? Like, okay. you know, the town, uh, it's like the L with a line through it, O-D-Z. It's like a big town in Poland and everyone says Lodz oh. that would be how you'd say it in English but it's the L is like a W kind mm-hmm. of <laughs> you know kind and like of. the O <laughs> I know. so say that say that one it's it's like oh man this is a, all, all the, the people spot. that can speak but um, I can't do it at all but all I know that the L is a kind of a W and the and the O is a little bit harder so it's like Woods <laughs> that was just a noise but I think it's, it's, it's I think that's what it's like though it's something like can we that. replay that <laughs> I'm I'll gonna ask my editor to replay that oh yeah yeah he won't do it I think <laughs> uh, yeah. okay there you go um, a lesson and, in Polish by someone that doesn't speak it so. yeah you know what I found which, which is kind of funny but uh, when I was in Poland I started calling the word like we went to a town called Szczecin Nice. There's my Polish for you, um, <laughs> yeah. which is uh, north. It's actually right across the border from Berlin, so it's way north. Oh, and right, yeah. it, it's like, literally like a 40 minute train ride from Ber- on a tiny little like caboose train. It was adorable. Nice. It was like this tiny little route to a town called Szczecin. But what's funny is there's no way I'd be able to pronounce that in in Polish. But that's the German pronunciation of the Polish word, and it totally uh-huh. works. It's like sounds the same. So mm, no way. Yeah, that I wonder if that's true for others. I don't know. Um, mm. I also went to Poznan, which is in the middle, and that is a lovely town. Kind of what you were, kind of how you were uh, just describing where you are. Mm. And nice. we went to Krakow. <laughs> <laughs> that had the, that was brilliant. <laughs> that had like the emotion behind it. That was, that was amazing, yeah. dude. That place is emotional. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, it sounds it it, is. just by it's the way a, you say it. Well, we went to Birkenau, Auschwitz and Birkenau when we were there. Mm. And that is crazy. Um, mm. Yeah, but, I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Before we go down that dark, <laughs> sad memory lane. What? What are you doing in Poland? You are on a quest. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit grandiose. But yeah. Well, you call it projects. I like the word quest. 
<laughs> I do too. But I can't say that about myself. I can't say I'm on a quest. I just I'm sound like Charlie Sheen, you know what I mean? Well, have you read... <laughs> hold on. Do you, do you ever read Chris Gillibo? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, he was on this uh, show, wasn't he? he? Yeah, he was way back yeah. in the day. That's Yeah, um, that's back in the day. He's such a phenomenal author. Uh, but he wrote a book about quests. He did. I think it's called The, the Happiness of Pursuit. I think it's yeah. that one. And yeah, it's all right. about quests and... Um, but it's fascinating because it's it's things that, I mean, everyday people just decide to do this and they have parameters, you know? It's like you have a goal that you want to achieve. You have a timeline that you want to achieve it. Essentially, that's like the bottom line of a quest. But that's what you're mm. doing. The bloke stolen my idea before I even thought of it. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should read the book and like, no, because you've already got your quest starting to line up. Your next one's to become a meathead yeah. in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a quest, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> so, what is your current quest? What are you doing? Okay, so my current quest is to ride around every country in mainland Europe, however you may define that, on a motorcycle. And her name is Gloria. She is beautiful, and we've been we we've been uh, kind of riding for <laughs> oh, long, uh, ten months now or something. And we've been through again. We we've been through I think twenty six. 26 countries, I think, out of 43. So a little bit longer to go, but it's uh, it's been fun, man. How long fun. are you giving yourself to do this? That's like, I do have some parameters for this quest, but that is not one of them. Like, time okay. is not one of them. Yeah. So we'll see, however long it takes, basically. And it's. Yeah, you want to be in Brazil by January? Exactly. That's kind of my my quests are running into each other in a in a way, you know, which is a little bit annoying. Mm -hmm. This is why I never plan. <laughs> this is why I don't like to plan stuff because it ruins things, man. Yeah, but, <laughs> but there we go. I've got the plan. So I don't know. Maybe I'll finish this soon. All I've got to do now is go up through uh, kind of the Baltics and then through Scandinavia and then down through Germany and then back up, you know, go to Switzerland, Liechtenstein, etc. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you. Uh, started, you started in England. I did. Yes. I, uh, and I bought the bike in England and started from what's there. What's her real a... name? What's her full name? <laughs> Come on. I guess, I guess her birth name would be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Coming out of the factory should be, I don't know, Harley Davidson Sportster 883 Custom 2004. But that's not a nice oh, name. You that's... Know? Also, not what I was asking. <laughs> What's Gloria's last name? <laughs> <laughs> she can't just literally be called Gloria Stefan. She can't just have her last name as well. Like, <laughs> but that is that is her namesake. Her namesake is the the fantastic and the perfect in many many ways. Gloria Stefan, singer of the eighties. <laughs> I love it. Oh, she's so perfect, man. The bike I'm talking about. The bike, of course. <laughs> um, so what has been your route? You've gone through 20... I mean, you don't have to list them all, but what kind of direction have you taken? Because you seem to have been sort of all over the place. Yeah. So I kind of... I started off using a bit of a the Google Maps like and saying, right, I mm -hmm. should look on the maps. Oh, that town looks kind of in the direction that I'm going. So I'll, I'll head for that town. And I started doing that, but that was a bit restrictive because it's like I had a, a route to follow and I, I kind of, mm -hmm. in the back of my mind, almost didn't feel like I could, you know, detour from the route. And it was kind of weird. So then I, I stopped using that. And then I started using, what did I use after that? I started using kind of a compass. I just, I'll just, I know I have to head 
south. So I'll head for this country because this country okay. is south, you know. And so I was using a compass, but then that again was kind of restrictive because it's like, because <laughs> <laughs> it's like if this country is south and I've got to, I know I'm going to that country, then what if I want to go east and go to, through a different country, you know? So that was a bit restrictive. So then <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous. <laughs> so I started using the sun. This. <laughs> Okay, amazing. Oh my gosh. Kind of like a compass. Because the way I thought about it was I do kind of still want to go like roughly south. So I was like, if I use like a less accurate compass, (laughs) i.e. where the sun is. So I started using Mm -hmm. that, you know. And that... That was a little restrictive because I still had the, you know, if oh I was going goodness. the wrong way, it, the sun, it didn't, you know. So No wonder you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be regulated. <laughs> well, I think it's more from the punk days, but so that's, um, that was a bit restrictive. So now I just kind of ride and kind of see what happens. And I've got a rough idea of what I, where I have to go. Like I said before, I'm going up into the Baltics and I kind mm-hmm. of know it more. The thing in the back of my head has now changed from, I can't go off the, off the kind of uh, road that I'm going. That's changed to, uh, you know, this is kind of the way I need to go. But that is now the thing in the back of the head. The thing in the mm-hmm. front is let's just ride, you know? Yeah. So that's kind mm-hmm. of the way I'm doing it uh, now. It's fun. But the route, I started off in the north of France because I bought the bike in uh, England and then kind of zigzagged my way down through France. And I think I only hit like one or two cities because I don't really do cities. Bordeaux was one mm-hmm. of them. And then accidentally mm-hmm. went over the Pyrenees, accidentally summited the Pyrenees. That was not fun. And then uh, <laughs> and then went the circumference of Spain, which was amazing. And then all up through Portugal mm-hmm. and then across and then down through Italy and I'm oh, missing out a lot here. And then down through the Balkans, which is arguably my favorite oh. spot so far. And then... Up- oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Yeah. I love the Balkans. So good. So good. I wasn't like, I didn't know much about, about the Balkan area, but then going mm-hmm. through Croatia, I'm like, this is my new favorite place in the world. It's like the oh, best country yes. ever. Like, mm, how good is Croatia, man? How do you describe Croatia? <sighs> hmm... So for me, I look at it from a motorcycle point of view and there's this road, the coastal road. You probably, I mean, everyone's been on the coastal road in Croatia, you know, the one from, I mean, from anywhere from Split to Dubrovnik or from the north to Dubrovnik, you've got to go down that you don't have to, but you go down the coastal road. And so it's on the one side, you've got the mountains and, and it's just an amazing view. And on the other side, you've got the, the sea, you know, and, or the, yeah, the sea. And so... It's just amazing. These roads roads just wind round and it's just the nicest and best riding road for about 10 hours. It's just the best, man. Mm. So good. Mm. But yeah. Okay. How yeah. do you describe Croatia? <laughs> like <laughs> like a cheaper, more raw, sexy, hot Italy. Like <laughs> nice. Man, they're going to put that on the brochure, man. <laughs> <laughs> because it reminds me very much of of Italy, but it's like older and mm. just like a little bit more raw. Um, Nicer people. Which I love. Yeah. Mm. Amazing food, amazing people, and it's less expensive. Yeah, that's so, totally true. You know, mm-hmm. and you're not going to like this. You're not going to like this at all because I know you and you're not going to like this. Italy probably... <sighs> bottom three of the countries I've been in in Europe, I'd say. Bottom three. That's fascinating. But you know what that says? There's so much 
to Europe, there's so much more than just what you hear about. Oh, That's totally. what that says. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, Italy's been in the limelight forever, like since, you know, forever. <laughs> and so... Of course, that's where people want to go and see, you know, and people are drawn to the places that are written about, but like the Balkans yeah, completely have stolen my heart. Like every time that I go. 100%. I love 100%. the Balkans. It's all mm-hmm. these countries that just, I don't know, man, it's crazy because you never think about them because like you said, they're not written about it. And then you go there and you go, wow, this is, I mean, Bulgaria, amazing place. Romania, mm-hmm. had a lot mm-hmm. of fun in Romania, really cool place. And yeah, just these places you never think about. And they, you go there, mm-hmm. and this is the best place in the world. Andorra, I was not looking forward to going to, to Andorra because it's like all mountainous and whatnot. It was going to be cold. I'm on a motorbike. I was, n- I hate the cold. It's, I hate that more than anything <laughs> in the world. And I was not looking forward. To, I was like, I have to go to Andorra because apparently it's a country. And I went there and it was amazing, <laughs> man. It's <was> so good. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. All 50 square feet of it. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those, apparently it's a country country. But, yeah. And San Marino as well. That's apparently it's a country country, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That was the only the one in mm-hmm. Italy. And it's just like a, yep. a kind of hill. <laughs> it's more yeah. than that. But yeah. Gibraltar. I had to turn around to go, go back to Gibraltar. Were you able to go? I suppose you could still get close enough to the Vatican on your bike. Yeah. Did you, did you go in? <laughs> we went, so my, my mother came to visit for her 60th birthday because what do you do on your oh, 60th yeah. birthday? You go to Rome and get on the back of a Harley, surely. Yeah, that's what you do. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, so she came to visit and we went to the Vatican and it was cool. Yeah, it was nice. Perfect. I remember right. we missed each other by like a, a week in Italy. Yeah, I think. if that. Yeah. yeah. Bummer. Like a few yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time we chatted. Oh, that was for your oh, show yeah, or right? something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I was because in, I was, I was in, in Orvieto. Yeah, I was in the south yeah. of France on my way. On my way to Italy. Yeah, that's right. And I had just been in the south of France. <laughs> yeah, we just met, yeah. missed each other twice. Yeah. Next yeah. time, next time, Brazil. So, as you're on this, I have a couple questions for you. Where are you sleeping along the way? Like, do you have stuff to camp, or are you only sleeping in hostels and hotels? No, it's yeah. So mostly camping because uh, what I'm okay. A kind of the quest inside this quest uh, is because I think a quest has to. I've really taken on this idea of a quest now. I think a quest <laughs> has to have like You're kind calling of a, it that now. <laughs> I know. I'm going to do that from now on, and uh, I'm going to change the title of my podcast now. Just the quest. That's pretty cool. The actually. quest. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I think the the kind of meaning of this quest or the search for something, if there were a you know a diamond or a ring that I was searching for in this quest, I think that would be the feeling of freedom that I've had before on travels, and that that I'm kind of Jones in for again. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like I'm a drug addict, and that feeling of freedom is my drug. I need it again, man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so. The the times on this journey, which have been plentiful, the times that I have felt this feeling of freedom is, I can describe it perfectly, right? So, right, you've got your river or your lake or some kind of body of water a lot of the time. Maybe you're in a woods or something like that, but you're, you're nowhere near anything. You know, you'd have to ride maybe half an hour to get to the nearest village, something like that, right? So you're in the middle of nowhere, right? You've got the bike right there. You've got the bike just chilling, Gloria, just there, purring, right? <laughs> In all of her glory. <laughs> nice, nice. And then uh, you've got the tent. And what do I do with the tent? So I set up the tent, got the bike there, cook some food, 
eat the food, right? And then I've got a guitar with me as well, electric guitar. I mm. plug that in, play some guitar, you know, like some... Electric some, guitar. Do, you yeah. just plug it into the rock by the river. I plug it into the bike, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh not even gosh. joking. <laughs> you brought an electric guitar with yeah. you. No, like, acoustic, <laughs> nah. Nah, like, nah, nah, chill. Nah. You're, like, blasting out the countryside. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. When I'm there, I'm just playing Black Flag. I'm play- Nah. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, oh, so... <laughs> But no, I've got that, got the guitar going and then I've just put on some 70s music and you've got the sun going down. You've got the the lake there. You've got the tent, the bike, that with the, you know, the perfect 70s music playing. That is the feeling, man. That is the feeling mm. that my parents used to have when they used to do this biking and camping. And that's the feeling that I'm chasing, you know? So mm-hmm. that's what I try to do most often. Camping. Cheers to that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That reminds me very much of my trip, uh, my road trip in Patagonia that I shared with um, on the podcast Mm. uh, that I did with Ford. Like that's what we did. You know, we just drove without, we had a direction south. And if we deviated, we deviated and we had tents, you know, we just had camping gear and oh man, (laughs) I was just talking to him like two days ago and Mm. he was talking about how he like, put the map up and you know, on his room on the wall of the, of the route. And just, you know, like the memories of that trip were just, it was that it's that freedom. It's that freedom, like encapsulated. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's amazing. Man. It's Cause amazing. you can go anywhere. You can do anything. This oh, it's the best man. That is, as I think as close to freedom as you can get, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. I love That's it. it. And you're off grid. Well, for us, we were off grid, which was like an extra level yeah. of just like, what? This doesn't <laughs> happen in the world these days. You know, it's like, we felt like we were on another planet and it was just like, wow. Exactly. But then when you think yeah. about it, that is, that is what this planet should feel like. Like yes. right now we shouldn't have walls and, a, and, you know, lights above us and, you know, curtains and a radiator. You know, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Like that's not real mm-hmm. stuff. When I'm mm-hmm. out in the tent, I know arguably a tent is not quite real as well, but when I'm out and I'm in the tent, and again, a, you know, <laughs> internal combustion engine, not so real, but, <laughs> but when I'm out there, Electric guitar. I know. I, okay. This is falling apart now, isn't it? Right. <laughs> but that's, that's, the real stuff to me, man. These things are just extra. Mm-hmm. The the guitar, the the you know everything like that. Being able to cook the food nice and easy, but like mm-hmm. it's stuff. Right. It's I tell you what it is. It's waking up in the morning, getting out of the tent, and just seeing kind of the fog in the morning. And this is why I like to do it by you know rivers and lakes. Is because you just go out and you just your shower is the river or the lake, and you just go and you wash in there. And it's when you're when you're washing in a river, then. I don't know. It you just feel like a human. It's such a strange kind of like feeling to put mm. into words. Do you know what I mean there? Yeah. I do. I really do. I <laughs> I remember that feeling when actually like one of our first days on that road trip I did my first river bath with we had like um biodegradable soap. Nice. And we had just done a hike up the river to these waterfalls. It was just beautiful. And we got back down and our campsite was literally on the edge of the river. And so we just used the river and it was, yes, I know what you mean. It's like going back to something. It is, man. That we in this age haven't experienced, but like it's where we come from. 100%. It feels primitive. Yeah. 100%. I think there's there's a lot of stuff like that that, I mean, because I don't think our brains have 
kind of evolved as fast as our industry has evolved, let's say, you know, because it's like we have all these things. I say this on pretty much every interview I do. I say, I say this on my show a lot, but it's like things like, you know, home insurance and skyscrapers and automatic doors, all this stuff just seems quite plastic to me. And I don't think our brains have really caught up with this stuff. I think our brains are still very much how they used to be. They're still the bathing in the river brains. Do you know what I mean? And so I think, I think we get a lot from going back to that. You know, I think our brains are like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're, we're home. This is where we should be. You know, it's, I don't know. Or I hope this doesn't sound weird to you, but like maybe the brain is there, but the soul is not something, you know, like it's something deep. Like it's something, I don't know. I hope that doesn't sound weird, but yeah, it's like we have some, we have this connection Yeah. when we expose ourselves to it, which I think a lot of people who live in a concrete jungle don't get the exposure and they're not connected with it. But I live in Montana Mm. and Patagonia, you know, and that's, I mean, I need it. I need it. I thrive off of it. (laughs) That's it. That helps, man. See, I grew up in kind of, well, it was half and half where I grew up. I grew up in the, in the countryside, but the countryside Mm -hmm. where I grew up in, it was like next to a big, horrible town, you know, in middle Uh England. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I had the best, uh, best and worst of both worlds in a sense. So I always felt like I was a country boy in, I'm sure there's a song there somewhere, country boy, like in the town, you know, when I go to college and stuff mm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, man, I've always known about that duality that exists between the country and the, and the city, mm-hmm. I suppose. And I don't know, it just seems more real. I, can, I can't say enough about it. I, if I don't spend time outside in the nature and in stuff like that, I'll go insane, man. I could, you know, I went to New York and London and Philadelphia in the space of, uh, space of a week like two weeks ago it just man it killed me like i came back I, oh my gosh yeah it's ridiculous came back got on the bike put on bruce springsteen uh back streets yes. what a tune and just i was in the middle of nowhere in poland i was just riding on the bike like uh, you know like i can breathe yes. again i'm back yes <laughs> i feel you totally i mean i will never forget the feeling of the day that I, I, when I lived in Bariloche down in Argentina in in Patagonia for like three months, when I left there, I flew straight into Buenos Aires and oh my gosh, I felt like my heart was like collapsing because I was sitting on the window of the plane, just looking below at this, as far as I could see, just like stretch of concrete buildings and I was so not ready. And yet this plane was hurtling towards this airport. You know, I'm like, I, I don't want to be here. This is not for me. You know, I mean, I had been living in the woods down where the Wi-Fi was terrible and, you know, and, and the lakes were beautiful. And I mean, it was just, oh man, I can't. And I, I don't want to go back to Buenos Aires. Like I don't have any really interest in going there. I was there for three days. I'm like, okay, this is nice. Thanks. Bye. You know? And then I went to the Balkans after that, but I mean, that's another story. But yeah, it's just, oh man, we have our places, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I reckon so, man. I reckon so. I don't know. I think my place is in the woods. I don't know. Like I, Mm -hmm. I think I've told you this before, but people always, you always get that question. I'm sure you get it as well. Like, do you ever see yourself settling down somewhere and then, you know, oh, making a yeah. life in a home somewhere? <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what to say, but if I do, then I see myself on a, you know, on a farm in Brazil. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm seeing that a little bit, but 
these things will change, man. These things will change. In six mm-hmm. months, I'll think something completely different. You know, mm-hmm. when I go to a certain country, that might be the place, but I don't think there will be a place. But I never know what to say. What do you say when someone says, do you ever feel like settling down somewhere? And you know, what do you say? I always say, I don't like the S word. <laughs> nice. Hey, <laughs> I like that. It really is one of the words that I just don't really relate to. Mm. Um, and I could, my version of settling might be owning a property here or there or multiple places at some point. But what that means is still going between places. You know, I mean, I don't have one home. And so I've tried settling before and it didn't work for me. And my home is, it's, it's, it changes all the time. And I need that to to be okay. I need that to be an option for me. Um, and so I don't think, I don't know. I can't answer that, but I'm not going to say no for my future self either. You know, like right now, my answer is that's hard for me to see. Like, I don't, I don't know what that would look like. And I mean, I do have goals of places I want to be and um, places I want to create community, but places, you know, not, not just one. And, um, but in the future, you know, I might feel different about that and that's okay. I'm leaving that open for my future Absolutely. Yeah. You gotta leave I that can't open. answer that for, for who I might be in five or 10 years or whatever, you know? So. Exactly. Exactly. Why are we like this man? Like, you know, why are we not like everyone else? And I know that sounds weird, but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everyone else, because the people listening to this, they, I imagine... They're going like, to relate. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, we're all one yeah. community. Yeah. Why are we, not just me and you, the li- people listening to this, <laughs> if you're yeah. listening to this, you're included in this. Why are we like this? This is my question. <laughs> like, what? That's a deep question. Are, yeah. we, are we the ones that are seeing behind the curtain and seeing, oh, this other life, mm-hmm. it isn't... It doesn't fulfill us. Mm-hmm. Or do we have just, just have different tastes? Uh, I don't know. These are the things I think about, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And in the meantime, I always say that I'm grateful for the people who aren't like this because we need someone to stay home and run, you know, like the things to make the world go around while we travel around it. <laughs> Definitely, man. <laughs> I need this computer built. I need this, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. We need everyone. We, it's like a, it's like a joint effort. It takes a village to have. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, <laughs> Yeah. I like it. But, but no, you're right. It's I like... Think, Sorry, carry on. I'm interrupting no, you no. all over the place. <laughs> I was, I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I love how at the start of this, your, your hair was kind of, because usually it's massive and it's always really awesome. At the start, it was kind of conservative. It was kind of nice. But then throughout really? this, yeah, throughout this call, it's gotten it's bigger, bigger and bigger. Yeah, <laughs> It's great. Oh, you ain't seen nothing. I could lie in this. <laughs> That's amazing. You look like 1980s Cher. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, man. <laughs> or I look like 2018 Jackie. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no one else can see the video so that's yeah, um, that's true yeah we could screenshot let's do a screenshot okay and put it on the show I'm incredibly notes. sweaty though like I had to close the window because it's like there's people working outside and there's no air conditioning in here so it's like a billion degrees in here so it's great oh we can't see the glisten on your face don't worry Are you sure okay <laughs> smile we're gonna take a screenshot <laughs> okay. I wonder if that came through the audio. <laughs> oh, man. We'll put it on the the what? Screen? No, what's it called? You Show can do notes. This. There you go. Show notes. It's only been 5 years. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh 4, we just determined that. 4, was it 4 just or 5? 4. 
Four since I started the podcast. That's right. It's five yeah. since the blog, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. So Poland right now, you're heading up to the Baltics next. Mm-hmm. You're mostly camping, which I love. You're in a hostel right now. There's a good question that I'd like you to explain. You work from the road. So you are able to keep your income and and travel at the same time. I know that interests a lot of people. So will you just tell us how you do it? Sure. Not that everyone can do it this way, but this is how you do it. Yeah, there's a billion ways. You know, there's a billion ways it can be done. The way I do it is I... How do you say it? I work for a company based out of Columbus, Ohio, and we produce podcasts. I am my background is in audio, audio engineering, and so I edit and master and do all these things to podcasts. We've got like you know fifty or something clients, and so we work with people like Toyota and stuff like that. And so, and so I basically do that from the road, a couple of days, and <laughs> I'm really bad at explaining this, but <laughs> but yeah, and it's basically the way I say it is I had a skill. And I looked for someone who needed this skill and looked for a way that the skill could be utilized from anywhere and then looked mm-hmm. for someone that needed that and then put it into action and talked my way into the job. And, uh, and here we are now. And so that's, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but that right there, what you said, the bottom line is that's, that's, that's the path to getting to where you are. You had a skill, you looked for someone who needed it remotely. And now you're in Poland. And I, I imagine that every few days you need to kind of bunk up in a hostel to get some Wi-Fi or something and get some work done. Yeah, and, that's uh, why I'm here now. Every every Monday mm. is uh, is when I do a bit of work. And so I just spend the day Look Monday. at you with that routine. I know. I'm well, so impressed. I, I don't know whether you've noticed, but today is Tuesday. And uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it didn't go quite well yesterday. So. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so oh, I attempt to keep to the routine, but it's, <laughs> it's difficult, man. But yeah. but yeah, so yeah, bunker down, do some work. And I don't know. So basically, I do a lot of camping and stuff, but and I don't get, uh, I don't get lonely or anything like that. I, I I love mine and my bike's company, and we just chill out and you know. But when mm-hmm. I've when I've been talking to no human, but I've been talking to a motorcycle for too long, I'll go into a hostel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when the bike starts answering back, that's when I'll go into a hostel. You know? Oh man. <laughs> and so, oh, man. Oh, it happens man you start making deals with the bike you know she she tries oh, to yeah. run out of fuel and you're just like okay just make it to the next gas station mm-hmm. and i'll put in the mm-hmm. best fuel you know what i mean you're making deals <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah when that gets a bit much oh, i gotta start gosh. talking to some human people you know mm-hmm. so you know i get caught in that now because I apparently talk to myself all the time and it's not quite something you notice till there are other humans to hear that interaction. Yeah. <laughs> and I get called out on it and I look up like a deer in headlights. Like, did I say something? <laughs> like, like maybe I do recollect hearing a noise like back there, but oh man, I think these are the things that happen when you're by yourself for a long time. Definitely, man. Sniff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it, man. I love it. I uh, those things that happen when you just you, when you're alone for so long and then you suddenly get around people and you still ha- you're still comfortable because you still feel like you're alone a bit and then you do so- just like that you talk to yourself or you do something you do oh man I love it because it's like <laughs> 
I don't know. You have to try and convince people you're not insane. You just haven't been with humans for a while. You know what I mean? And yeah, seriously. You have to get used to it again. You have to reintroduce yourself into community. And especially when that community is always changing, that makes it even more complicated, mm. I think. Actually, at the end of this last round of travel, I was I was thinking to myself, I need to get back into some sort of like regular community because I feel like I forget how to act like around yes. people that I see all the time. <laughs> and it's not necessarily a good thing. Like we're laughing about it right now, but actually it could be a problem. <laughs> you know, like you you lose like certain people skills go dull or something. Yeah, I know <laughs> like, exactly what second. you mean. I think it's a good I thing really though, man. Been. I think it's a good thing because like I... I think because you meet people all I mean, every day, you know, you could mm-hmm. meet a new person and you get so used to just walking up to people and talking to people in hostels, you know. I got a question on the mm-hmm. podcast that was like, you know, how how do I get rid of that anxiety that I know I'm going to feel when I first walk into the hostel? I, I'm going to feel like everyone's looking at me. And like, I was like, well, man, mm. everyone there is is kind of the same. Like everyone there mm-hmm. is also a traveler doing what you're doing. You're one mm-hmm. of them. They're your people. Like, would you mm-hmm. feel that if you walked into that room and it was all your friends just sitting down there, you'd feel like you owned the place. You'd feel like these are my friends, go and talk to them. That's what it's like. That is literally what, because mm-hmm. when you start talking to them and 10 minutes down the down the lane, if you like, and you're talking to them, you know them and they are they are your friends. So you'll act differently. So why not act like that at the start? And so my point was that yeah. I think it kind of takes away a lot of that. Takes away a lot of that. People skills is the wrong word for for this, but it's like the walking up to people and talking to them and the kind of the the lack of confidence in a sense. So for example, I was in Philadelphia like uh, last week or the week before and we were at this podcast conference actually. And it was at a conference, there's a lot of mingling, you know, and it was mingling is what I do now. Just walk up to someone like, hey man, how you doing? I love your tie. You know, it's like that kind of mingling and stuff. And then I was with the, I was with all the, all the people from the company and I went over to talk to someone and then I came walking back and they were all kind of smiling, looking at me and I'm like, what's going on? I walked up, I was like, what's going on here, fellas? And they were like, you walk in like you've built and own this building. I was like, well, it's just, oh, <laughs> like, I thought that's, that, that's the so best compliment awesome. I've ever received. Yeah. I love it. Wow. And so I put that down to wow. travel 100% because you lose mm-hmm. that. You lose the the kind of, you, you come out of your shell permanently in a way. It's kind of nice. I think it could go both ways, actually. And mm. I like your optimism on that. And I, I, I like that lane much better than the alternative, which, which is it could create massive introverts out of people. Um, because if you choose, if you're choosing to close yourself off, it is really easy to be alone. And I know that a lot of, a lot of when I get lonely, a lot of it is because I have put myself there. And I think it's because I'm, I've been traveling for so long that I don't find the energy to put myself out there like that. And that's on me, you know? And so that's why I'm like, shoot, I need to like go back to like a community that I know so I can relearn like how to, how to do this, you know? That's <laughs> kind of funny, but, but yeah, I could, I, I see both sides of it. I like yours better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's two sides to everything, but <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean though. It's, I, I'm often, I'm introverted as well and I'm, uh, well, as you know, often alone and a lot of the time, well, I'm choosing to be alone all of that time that mm-hmm. I am alone because mm-hmm. I think I could easily just go talk to someone, you know, so anytime You're I'm right. alone is because I'm choosing to be and it's, I think it's the same with anyone because you can just go talk mm-hmm. to anyone and I love 
being a lone man, how good is it? You know, like a lot of the mm-hmm. time, you know, mm-hmm. when you're choosing it. Yeah. It's just, yes. I don't know. It's another one if of those. If you like hanging things. out with yourself, yeah. which you have to get there too. I mean, when I first started traveling alone, you know, three years ago, when I first got on the road by myself, it was a very strange kind of situation for me because I hadn't put myself there before. And yet here I was indefinitely facing this mirror all the time. There was just a mirror with me. It was like, mm-hmm. there's no one there, just a mirror. It's like, whoa, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's me again. Like I'm still here. <laughs> like it's still just me. And, you know, I was really, it was not comfortable for, for a long time. Um, and I never thought I was going to be that person who enjoyed solo travel. I'd never done it. I'd never, I didn't think I really had the confidence to do it like long-term. I mean, I had done like, I guess, little bits of it because of necessity, little bits, but at most like a month or, um, you know, what a bus ride at a time, you know, like not that much. Mm. Um, And I always made friends, but this was different. (laughs) This was like starting off on a totally different lifestyle, going nomadic with, you know, no one by my side. And, but I got there. I did get there. It's because, you know, as you stay in it, you learn, you develop those skills, like you figure it out. And um, if you don't like hanging out with yourself, then you have bigger problems, seriously. (laughs) And so I was thinking last night as I actually went out um, paddleboarding, when I saw my eagle, we were talking about... So cool. I was thinking, you know, I did ask a couple people if they, if they wanted to go, um, just a couple and, you know, no one could. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go like, this is something I do by myself all the time. And out there on the board, it was, oh man, it was perfect. The water was perfect. I mean, it was a beautiful day, the lake, the trees, the mountains, like it was amazing. And I was thinking, it's a good thing that I like hanging out with myself because that's where I am in life, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that's where I am. And so it's a good thing that I, I've gotten there and that I enjoy, that I do enjoy my own company. <laughs> that's a big step. It's a big step. Totally. And I think a lot of people probably aren't there, um, but doing something like what you're doing or like what I did and do, you know, um, that'll get you there. <laughs> Yeah. That'll get you there. Yeah, solo Through the highs are, and lows, you'll get there. Exactly, you know? man. Well, the yeah. lows mostly. I think the lows are, I think, where you learn mm-hmm. the most. Mm-hmm. I wish there were more lows so on this trip. Like, it sounds like a weird thing to say, but like, it's, I don't know, man. I love those lows, <laughs> Be man. careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I genuinely want it. I keep on saying, like, the people say, uh, any problems with the bike? I say, no, unfortunately not. I, I wish that Everything's I, perfect. I just mm-hmm. want to be on the side of the road fixing the bike because I want to bond with the bike a bit more. That's, you know, but <laughs> I, I love those times, man. I want to be caught in the, in the thunderstorms. I want to, because mm. that makes memories, you know, whenever anyone asks mm-hmm. me for a story from this trip, I always go to like when I sliced my finger open and had to, you know, mm-hmm. lost blood overnight and then had to motorcycle to the hospital and what have you. And all these things that went wrong, you never go, oh yeah, I did this and I rode from there to there. It was super nice. It was good. People go, And oh, then cool. there was a <laughs> rainbow. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah. want, I don't know. I want more stuff. To, I want to get, you know, mugged. I want stuff to happen. Oh <laughs> gosh. <laughs> careful. Just be careful with what you say. The universe is listening, Aiden. <laughs> That's fine, man. Bring it on. I've got nothing I can't afford to lose. It's all good, man. It's all good. Like mm-hmm. I invite those bad things to happen because I think 
I, I say this a lot, man. I think if you think of it life like a movie, and I've said this a billion times before, man, if you think of life like a movie, think of a movie where it's good all the way through. You start the movie and it's Tom Hanks and he's having a really good time and then he gets married, everything's perfect. And then you're in the movie, you go, yeah, good on you, Tom Hanks. And then the movie ends. That's a boring movie you've got right there. But if you've got a movie and then a third of the way through the movie, something happens to Tom Hanks. What's happening to Tom Hanks? Something's not going right. We love Tom Hanks, but something bad is happening. And you go, oh, no. And then, you know, halfway through the movie, two thirds, he overcomes it. You know, he does his old Tom Hanks thing. And he's like, man, I'm going to get through this. And, and then he does. You need yeah. that. You need that conflict. You need the bad stuff to happen to not just to appreciate the good. That's the old saying. But you need it to have an interesting and fun movie. You need it to have an interesting movie. And your life is a movie, man. And you're the star. Mm-hmm. So what mm-hmm. am I even saying now? I've had way too much caffeine. <laughs> it's just kicked in. Can you tell? I love it. No, this is amazing. Keep going. <laughs> oh man. But that's that's what I think, man. I think you need those bad points. I invite them. I've told you before about my thing about I want to use the slide on an airplane. I want to use that wing slide. You know, I mean, it looks so much fun. You know, the big yellow slide. I want to yes. use that, man. Like <laughs> into the, before my end of days i want to be using that slide that is what i want (laughs) okay well if you don't get into a plane crash you know what you can do you can go to istanbul and go tour the turkish airlines uh facilities and they'll let you slide on the yellow slide oh man you've just changed my world (laughs) (laughs) okay done all right Take that just off the in list. case, Done. just in yeah. case you don't, you know, have to use the yellow slide on your organically. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I want that stuff to happen, man. That's so much mm-hmm. more fun, you know. I just I, often I think about me when I'm 90 years old. Like I said, I'm optimistic. Me, 90 years old, mm-hmm. thinking what has my life been like? Or me, 90 years old, and my great great grandchild saying. What's happened in your life? I don't know why he's there and asking me questions. I don't know. He's being forced to or something. And he's like, what's happened in your life, uncle? Oh, he's not my uncle. He's not my nephew. Uh, great granddad Lee, what's your, what's happened in your life? I don't want to be there saying, yeah. now look here, little Jimmy. It was good. So I had a kind of nice upbringing. Then I went traveling. It was pretty nice. And it was all pretty good. You know, it was, it was pretty chill. Yeah. You know, he'd be like, right, great, boring. All right, I'm not coming to visit you again. And so I want, I want to tell him now, look here, little Jimmy. Like, I want to have good stories to tell him. I want to say, look, Jimmy, what would you do if this happened? And then this happened and then it all came crumbling down. And he's, Jimmy's like, oh no, what did you do then? That's what I want, man. I want little Jimmy to say, what did you do then? That is the meaning of my life, man. <laughs> anyway. Love it. Can that be our little clip for the front of the podcast? It will make no sense, but yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just had to back up. I'm laughing too loudly. Oh, man. Don't you think about these things, man? Like, Mm. that's that's the meaning of my life. There's two meanings Mm -hmm. for me it's to make, for the world to be a little bit better, but like, no, an overall net positive is what I say. It's like for my being on this world, not to have been a negative for the world Mm. and the people in it, you know, just that net positive. You know, I make up for all the bad things I've done. I've got a lot more to do, but just to make up for all the bad things, you know, and that's one of the things. And the other thing is to, well, like I said before, little Jimmy, man, he needs to be asking some questions. I want him to want to ask these questions. I want him to Mm. come around, to want to come around to visit my house and say, I don't know why I'm alone in my house. This is how I vision myself. (laughs) 
more than 90 years old, alone with no friends. But he's coming around and he's like, tell me more stories. I remember my grandpa, man, my grandpa's got this story, right? Where he was, well, it's his thing. He was in the, uh, see, he he was in the SAS, but we're not allowed to say that. It's like one of these things okay. where okay. he would no say... No one heard that, don't worry. <laughs> it's like he would say something like that obviously meant he was in the SAS and my grandma would say, Randall, Randall, you stop talking about that, you know. So, so mm. he was in the SS. You want those kind of stories? Yeah, right. But he he was doing this uh, kind of parachute training or something like that, and then they uh, he fell out of the plane. Right, they didn't get up to how far they were supposed to get up to, and he <laughs> fell out of the plane. Right, and, uh, no. and he just like j- he kind of almost managed to get his parachute open. He, he you know broke his leg or whatever, you know, and uh, and he was in this field in the middle of nowhere, you know, just having fallen out of a plane. And then he walked to the edge of the field and this bloke comes past in this, in this car like, and uh, this bloke's like, hey, what are you doing here? And he goes, well, you're not going to believe this. I just fell out of the sky. And <laughs> the, guy, the guy said, well, actually, I'm, I've been sent to look for you. So get in the car. But like, that's, oh. those are the kind of stories I want. I fell out of a plane. That is the type of, you know, type <laughs> oh, of caption no. I want for a story. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. That story is not going to come from me. You can take care of that one yourself. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird kind okay. of view on life, I suppose. But it's... No, I, I love it. I mean, it's that whole um, idea of there's a quote about that. That's like, you know, I want to use, use the body, use it up, like have go into the grave, like with scrapes and bruises and all that. I don't know what I just butchered it, but (laughs) everyone's heard that. You probably know what I'm talking about somehow. Sorry. (laughs) Loosely, loosely. Uh, But that's what comes to mind. You know, like you, you ask for adventure, like these we're signing up for these things, all those lonely moments, all those challenges, all those hiccups along the way, even the rainbows, like we're signing up for it when we say yes to adventures like this and and mm. solo travel expedites all of it and magnifies yeah. I think all of it and that's where we both are and uh yeah cheers to that I think that. it's a good place to be man yeah yeah it's good <laughs> okay you know what i think this might be a really good spot to end oh, for this sweet. one yeah, cuz you good and to i me. could we all know we could keep going of course but i like that that was really good yeah, it's fun. If so I if I still had interviews on my show, I would invite you on there. But I I don't. I just talk into the mic now. And I'm, for me, when I listen back to my own show, I'm like, why does why do people listen to this? But apparently, people like it. But yeah, when I have interviews again, you're back every week, of course. Every week, that's more than I can even hang on to this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, where can people follow your um, journeys? Yeah, two places. So the first is on Instagram, which is at Backpack Digital, which in a non-English accent is... There you go. And yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that's what you were saying. <laughs> yep. And, Backpack <laughs> Digital. Okay. There you go. I'd like to hear you do it in an English accent, actually. How good is your English I can't, accent? I can't do it in an English accent. Of course you can. I don't have an English accent. Oh, I'm sure. You, just drop the T. You drop say the it. Tea. You say okay. it and I'll repeat it. I'll do it in my native accent. Backpack digital. Backpack digital. <laughs> hey, that was good. No. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailed I felt it. like Jon yeah. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> that was clearly Irish, but that's all right. We'll leave it. It's fine. That was, um, what's his name? What's his name? That was his... Someone that Irish. Was, no. Conor McGregor? No, it's his, his um... Oh my gosh. This no, Jon Snow. My... <laughs> Coming to Republic John, of Ireland. That's, that's how he says it, is, um... 
<laughs> Who are we talking about? Dermot uh, O'Leary? His guy. His, Bono? Uh, can we please say, yes, we just edited out about 10 minutes oh, easily, of yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the question. <laughs> it was us talking no. about like, who is that bloke with white hair from Game of Thrones? It's, we still don't know his name, but there you go. So it was unsuccessful. No, this is embarrassing. See, we still have to edit this out then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we just edited out a, a long time. <laughs> for, for what? <laughs> For Sir Davos. <laughs> was it worth it? Oh no, my goodness. Okay. So right. let's what go back to again? Backpack Backpack Digital. That's there where we were. Go. Pretty good. Yeah. Backpack Digital on Instagram. It's basically pictures of Gloria and uh, landscapes and whatnot. That's it's fun. nice. You ha- you post cool pictures from oh, where you, you are. And you always put the, the number of the country that you're in. That's it. I don't know what <laughs> Out I'm Out of 43. That's 26 it. or something. I use that for my listeners getting in touch and asking questions for the show. That's like the only mm-hmm. thing I use Instagram for basically because <laughs> that's where I direct listeners. And the podcast, which I should probably say, is Travel Stories Podcast. It's a podcast about travel stories, nice and easy. And uh, series, series, uh, season, there we go, American audience, Ser- season, I almost did it again, season one to five, one to five. Too much coffee is um, is kind of it's fun. You were on actually. It was. I've been on a couple uh, times. On, yeah, you have. You have. It's bring someone on, someone awesome and travelly, and what have you, and then they would travel-y. tell a story. Travelly. That's a great adjective. That is, and uh, they would tell a story, and then you'd have, you know, foley sound behind that sound effects. We had a composer. They do a score to the story, you know, and then there's an interview. It's really cool. Those seasons for one to five, and then I started this journey. I'm like, well. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to, all I'm going to do is pick up a microphone and start talking. And mm-hmm. I started doing that. And then these people, like the listeners of the show were writing me like, man, I really like this new format. I'm like, format? Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, talking. you mean lack of format? Exactly. All the hard work that I put into the other show and you like it when I just pick up a microphone and talk? <laughs> man, tell me about it. And this is the big secret because I spend mm. my life kind of um, like the company that, that I'm working with, we, we edit podcasts and we do stuff like that my show i do not even touch it when it comes to editing like last the last episode i was talking like this and the coffee maker starts going by itself and i'm like hey up coffee maker i walk towards the coffee maker right and like i'm like what's going on you can hear me trying to turn it off and i'm like oh well that's <laughs> i guess that's in the recording and it just stays there you know and people love it yeah but, yeah <laughs> But basically now it's it's just a Q&A now, basically, like because I get mm-hmm. loads of questions coming in each week mm-hmm. on Instagram. And um, it's just so much fun, man. It's like a conversation mm. more than anything now. That's I love cool. It. Yeah. I love it. Cool. So yeah, it's fun. Good for you. <laughs> okay. So Backpack Digital and Travel Stories Podcast. That's the one. Well remembered. Hayden. Hayden Lee, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for... for- <laughs> The entertainment. <laughs> always a pleasure. Always you can t- I, you can pinpoint the spot where the coffee kicks in. You can pinpoint it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. you start speaking a little bit faster. <laughs> like I can't get a word in that. I, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good stuff. All right, cool. Well, um, safe travels to you, whether you want them or not. Uh, and <laughs> always fun. All right, and then we'll catch up with you again soon. All right. Of course, of course. I'll speak to you later. (laughs) Nice speaking to you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed Storytime with Hayden. Remember, you can check out his show, 
Travel Stories podcast, and you can follow his journeys on Instagram at Backpack Digital. And you can find these links plus the screenshot that we took in the middle on the show notes page at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 96. And last but not least, stay tuned because I have a few more BMT favorites coming up in the next few episodes as we approach episode number 100. And I'm telling you now, that is going to be a big milestone. Uh, So thanks for listening. Safe travels, unless you're Hayden and you want some crazy travel stories. (laughs) To the rest of you, safe travels. See you guys next time. 